Hello, this is your host, Art Fuller, Ph.D., coming to you courtesy of Smash Cut Productions from beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. We're here to take a serious look at unserious topics and where we do the research so you can become an expert in five minutes. One short disclaimer. We guarantee that after listening to this podcast, you can hold your own in a conversation with a world-class expert on said topic. After five minutes, though, all bets are off and you're on your own. So let's jump right in today as we talk about ginseng. Want to make big money? Want to make easy money? Well, growing up, I used to hear people in the mountains talk about hunting ginseng root. I didn't have a clue what it was, but they talked about this wild root as if it were worth more than gold. Nowadays, ginseng is all over the Internet. Herbal stores are selling it as a miracle cure. The list of presumed health benefits from ginseng include its ability to stimulate the mind, reduce stress, prevent aging, increase sexual potency, help with weight loss, manage diabetes, boost hair growth, protect the skin. In fact, Native Americans have used ginseng for centuries to treat fevers, colic, convulsions, dysentery, and headaches. And the Chinese have reportedly been using ginseng for over 5,000 years, trading silk to neighboring countries in exchange for the root. The commercial harvesting of American ginseng began in Canada in 1716 after a Jesuit priest who was working among the Iroquois Indians heard about this miracle root so valued by the Chinese. He began searching in the Canadian hardwood forests and after three months discovered ginseng growing near Montreal. This began a vigorous export of ginseng from Canada to China, where American ginseng quickly became much in demand. Before long, ginseng was discovered growing in the wild. In New England, a Minion American fortune was made on the ginseng trade. Today, the high market price for wild American ginseng root, as much as $600 a pound, may lead to its extinction. The popularity of TV shows that feature ginseng poachers, such as Appalachian Outlaws and Smoky Mountain Money, have only made the problem worse, causing poachers to take the wild roots before they have a chance to reach seed-bearing age. In 2012, a grand jury in southeastern Ohio charged a 78-year-old man from New Paris with killing a man he claimed had trespassed onto his property to poach ginseng. Court documents indicated the property owner shot the trespasser with an assault rifle and hid his body in a mulch pile. Let this be a cautionary tale to you. If you don't have the property owner's permission to go onto their land to hunt ginseng, don't go. The harvest of wild ginseng is regulated in 19 states and it's restricted or prohibited in many others. All of these states have a designated harvest season, which is from September the 1st to November the 30th. Ginseng is native to hardwood forests of North America and usually grows in well-shaded areas, especially on north or east-facing slopes of moist hardwood forests. The more mature the forest, i.e. large hardwood trees and a full canopy that shades out most shrubs and briars, the better for the ginseng. A thick undergrowth of smaller plants will overshade or compete with ginseng plants and choke them out. Ginseng has a single stem that ends with a whorl or single point from which the leaves originate. 
Each leaf usually has three to five leaflets or smaller leaves. If the plant is mature, you will see a cluster of six to 20 whitish green flowers. These flowers will eventually produce red berries. Ginseng can be very hard to spot. And ginseng changes as it develops. If the plant's immature, you'll see a single stem with maybe only three leaflets total. As the plant matures, each leaf will consist of three to seven leaflets. And in a ginseng patch, you'll have plants of all different stages of growth. So it's going to be real helpful to look at pictures of the ginseng plant before you go hunting. If you are going to harvest, only pick mature plants that have red berries. Um, harvest those that have at least three or more leaves, and then only if there's a sizable population of plants. Leave any immature plants so they can continue to reproduce. When you dig up ginseng, you have to be very careful uh, because you don't want to cut into the root. So you want to uh, carefully dig the root out. You want to use a pitchfork or a needle nose spade, dig under the plant, leave plenty of space, at least six inches between the plant and where you push the pitchfork or spade into the ground. When you get your ginseng roots back home, briefly soak the roots in a bucket of cold water to remove any excess soil. Do not wash them under a sink faucet or with a hose. Do not scrub them or wash them vigorously. The surface of the root can be easily damaged and damaged uh, roots are not worth as much. After you've got your roots rinsed off, uh, put them in a single layer on a screen tray or a wooden rack to dry. Now if you plan on selling your ginseng roots, you need to check with your state to see if a permit is needed. And in many states a permit is needed. So you'll want to get those appropriate permits before you try to sell it. So there you have it, how to hunt ginseng and how to make your fortune to boot. Next time, join us when we talk about how to shop for a casket.